All right. Well, uh, cheers. Hey, cheers, bud. Cheers. Cheers. s i p p i n mimos. Welcome to s i p p i n mimos with Jake and Elliot. Episode five. Yeah. How about that? We're, we're plugging away, man. You know, you know I, I guess it's, it's episode five because it's like the fifth time recorded, but I think technically it's the fourth s- series of albums. Yeah, we can call that first episode, episode zero, because we just talked about Star Wars the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. Yeah. We could. But in a lot of ways, you know, laid the groundwork for.、Um, For the show, and you know, talked about talked about a、uh, free 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 wheeling. <laughs> free free wheeling is that? <laughs> <laughs> Or road road tripping? Road trip, road tripping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which Adam, wherever you are, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Can't wait to have you on the show. Some tells me he's doing just fine. <laughs> so what's been new, man? Oh, not much.、Uh, hanging in there, the world is on fire. I don't know if you've、oh, noticed.、Uh, <laughs> yeah,、um, our last episode was our first quarantine one, and this will be our second, I guess. But the,、uh, things are not getting better. In fact, things、yeah. are getting It, kind of crazy out there. So, yeah. It. I, I was. I was talking to my. To my girlfriend recently, and, and was kind of like, you know, like I remember, like asking like my grandparents, you know, who like lived through like World War Two, you know, my parents, you know, who lived through you know a lot of, a lot of you know wild things in the seventies. Like, what, what, what was that like, you know? And、mm-hmm. I never, I just, and I'm thinking like, man, like someday, like I might have a son or daughter or a grandchild that's going to ask me like, you know, what was that like living through, through this time period. It's just, it's so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I worry about like I've got a seven-year-old niece, and like I wonder if she even understands what's going on, like、uh, with you know with the with quarantine and like I don't even know if she's aware of like the riots or sorry the and the, the protests and everything. But it's just a wild, wild time right now. Yes, it's. I'm 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 happy you brought it up because I wanted to wanted to address it, but. You know, I guess during this crazy time, you know, most we can do is educate yourself as much as you can on important topics,、mm-hmm. you know, like Black Lives Matter. You know, yes, and contribute in any way you can.、Uh, I know we have a lot of friends that have, you know, supported、um, financially, you know, online, going to rallies, and it, it's truly admirable. And I really do think, I, I think, I hope. I believe that right now is is a turning point, and you know I I applaud everyone for everything that they've done and for the hope that they've they've inspired, and those that have had to suffer injustices at the hands of those that are supposed to you know take care of us. I send you my condolences,、yeah. and hope and pray that you know a, a better tomorrow will come.、So. Absolutely, well, well said, sir. But、uh, yeah,、um, have you gone to any marches or seen anything at all? We haven't. We've been following, you know, closely online. I mean, yeah. Right now, where it's、uh, June eighteenth, twenty twenty. Yes. Our our governor decided to open up the state, you know, way too way too early, and、uh, the numbers have just been spiking. And so we, as much as we. As much as we want to be there to show support, you know, we we've just been staying in and you know supporting any way we can.、So、yeah, you- fair, fair enough.、Uh, I I haven't gone to any of them.、Um, I don't know. It's a little. I want I want to support. I just don't know how. I don't know what you know what my place is in all this. Like,、yeah. uh, I want to I want to find a way to、uh, show support、uh, appropriately. Whether whether that's、um, you know donating money or even just having conversations with people,、yeah. um, it's it's odd because、uh, just well speaking of having conversations, we、um, 
I have a, a almost weekly family dinner thing with, with my mom and stepdad. And three weeks ago, he was complaining, my stepdad, he wouldn't mind me saying this. <laughs> I hope. But he was, complaining, he was complaining about seeing a Black Lives Matter sign down the road in his neighborhood. And this was before the protests. And he's just like, well, if I, he's like, he's a lawyer, so he just thinks so, he thinks so analytically. That, and and um, he's like, well, if I, had a, if I had a Trump sign in my yard, would it be vandalized? And we were all just kind of like, well, maybe, probably. <laughs> and my brother's friend was like, well, I wouldn't come over here ever again if you had a sign like that. And it, it just got him thinking. And he's not a Republican. He's, he's one of these uh, libertarian Ron Swanson types. types. But, uh, <laughs> but then uh, uh, literally a week later, uh, he's got one in his yard because he just changed his mind entirely. He just, he just saw, you know, footage. He saw the, the marches and he saw the protests. And he's like, okay, I, I need to understand um, my ignorance and acknowledge it and then to figure out how to move forward uh, and, and be part of this. And, it's, and that's the kind of change we want to see. You know, I think our generation is, um, you know, pretty aware of these things or pretty, pretty liberal and woke, as they say. But it's about changing, changing the minds of the boomers, man. Because we're yeah. not going to change, we're not going to change our grandparents' minds about any of this stuff. But if we can change the boomers' minds, that's going to be huge. Yeah, I do think that. Yeah, this feels like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I feel like a lot of people are finally are finally fed up and yeah, you know, really, really going for it. And I, I'm, I couldn't be more happier. Yeah. I think people are trying to focus on keeping a social momentum going. It's like, a, you know, yeah. I've, I've heard, I feel like I heard the same sentiments when Trump was elected. Like, are you mad? Are you upset? Good. Stay mad. Stay upset. This isn't normal. Keep, keep being upset. Otherwise, uh, if you get complacent, nothing's going to change. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, and I feel like I remember, I remember that night, you know, like I was just like, oh my gosh. And I feel like for a while there people were, but then like you, like you said, people just, like, we became complacent and we're just like, okay, like he's an awful person, but you know, only three more years or two more years. Yeah. And, but now it's just like, it's like, no, like, mm. that's it. Don't mind. Yeah. Oh boy. But, but if you, if you, uh, if you are looking for good a good recommend, if anyone listening is um, is looking for a good recommendation on um, uh, on a book to kind of like educate yourselves on like the history of of uh, like uh, racism in America, um, uh, I've been I've been reading Stamp Racism Anti Anti Racism and You, and it actually takes it all the way back to the founding fathers and the very first Americans and how, you know, I don't know, like decisions were made a long time ago that we're still building your profession for. Yes. The consequences for So Yeah. Uh, and Systemic, the author, they, they call it. Yes. And let me see. And the author is, uh, and forgive me, um, it's uh, Ibram X. Kendi. It's, it's fantastic. It traces it back from the very beginning. And when I as I've been reading it, there's, there've been a lot of times where I've been just like, Oh shit. You know, like, or damn, you know, just some, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't recommend it more. So, uh, I read the a, beginning. I read a cool book in college, um, in like a little sociology class called, uh, white privilege, essential readings on the other side of racism. That's by Paula S Rothenberg. Um, but it's a cool book and it's about uh, how, uh, it's not a matter of, um, are you prejudiced? It's a, uh, how are you prejudiced? Cause everyone grows up in their world and, you know, and not everyone lives in the same, you know, world and, uh, and how yeah. that affects, affects you and affects people around you. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, de- definitely when we, when we share it, we can put our, put our recommends out there. Re- yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. Well, well, uh, on a on a on a different note, uh, we we've we've gathered today to uh, to discuss two more 
Hearts albums from... It's, um, it's not a two more. <laughs> Nailed it. Two more seminal albums. Seminal? Um, seminal albums. I'm uh, just trying to lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, from the 90s. Yeah. Um, we've, we... Shit. <laughs> Weezer's of an episode ever. blue album, yeah, yeah, Weezer's right. blue album, <laughs> and then my my partner, Mr. Elliot El- Melio. I started Mayo. drinking before we started recording. By the way, I just want you to okay. full disclosure. <laughs> uh, we're uh, picked Fatboy Slim's Better Living Through Chemistry. Yeah, I sure so, did. Uh, so Elliot and I talked before this episode and kind of figured, you know, kind of figured, you know, um, every, enough has been written about Weezer's blue album. Uh, there's really, we're just, so we're just going to talk briefly about that one in a little bit. Uh, yeah. but, uh, I, so I'd like to spend more time talking about, uh, Fatboy Slim. Um, but before we do that, Elliot, have you watched anything good lately? Oh, good cue. I've been, um. <laughs> and here's my A. Um, I've been tearing through a lot of Seinfeld episodes. <laughs> it just makes me happy. You know, I've never watched an episode of Seinfeld. Are you fucking serious, dude? I've never watched an episode of Seinfeld. You've never seen Seinfeld. So great American sitcoms that I've never seen. So I've never seen okay. Seinfeld. Uh, Cheers. Okay. I don't even know that was your next one. <laughs> Um, uh, How about Spongebob, Frasier? Spongebob Squarepants. That's not uh, really cool. Okay. <laughs> Frasier. The Amanda you Show. Frasier? What's that? Okay. Amanda, Amanda Bynes had like a spinoff from all that back in the day. Oh, poor Amanda Bynes. I hope she's okay out there. I hope she's okay. But man, what a brilliant comedian. Like she's just... Dude, she's the man. That, so that movie is I, so fucking funny. <laughs> I I just I saw that like for the first time within the last year, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it's like really good. Uh, <laughs> she plays the villain in uh, Easy A. Well, like not the villain, but she's like the super religious, like judgmental, like girl who's e- like. Eh, is that the Emma Stone? Stone? Yeah, I've never seen that. The classic, classic yeah? Emma Stone. Okay, cool. Not to talk um, about. She's she's a killer, killer actress, killer comedian. Yeah, right on. Well, uh, what what else have you been watching? Um, just like to talk about last time. I've been really catching up on uh, my uh, trash TV uh, as my girl oh, call them. Yeah, uh, yeah. We so we finished the Bachelor. There's no more Bachelor right now. There's no more Voice. Um, so we've been diving <laughs> into Ninety Day Fiance. Oh boy! So uh, th- this is oh boy, and this is a show about uh, uh, long distance relationships and green cards and that sort of thing. Is that what, is that what it is? Um, kind of, sort of like uh, they'll meet they'll meet um, they'll meet someone online, and uh, you know, oftentimes after a short period of time, they uh, will decide to go visit visit that person. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, we're talking like weeks and months, bro. Like it's, it's nuts. It's fun, bro. It's a fun watch. <laughs> all right. If you say so. <laughs> uh, um, there, all right. <laughs> <laughs> there's this, there's this one where, uh, the guy, the guy takes out his 401k to buy this girl who he's been chatting with for like a month, a, an engagement ring. Uh-huh. And so he goes, and she lives in the Philippines. And he goes, sure. and uh, her family, you know, is like skeptical, but still welcoming of this man. And mm-hmm. uh, so they prepare, they prepare a traditional, a traditional dish where they, it's like a, it's a, it's a pig. It's like a, like a, a whole pig roasted. And, oh yeah. Uh, the whole line that looks, looks delicious. And like the whole time he's just like freaking out. He's like, I can't eat this pig. I have, I have a sensitive I have a sensitive stomach. I can't eat pig. And he's just like freaking out. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you on Google Fiber? What do you got over there? I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. 
Are you on that fiber life, bro? Oh, I got that fiber life, son. You pretty regular? <laughs> it me regular. I was trying to make a joke. I couldn't put it together, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> Talking fiber, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, oh, I've been watching The Sopranos. Oh, okay. For the first time? Yeah. Have you ever watched it? Um, I watched it the first season. I should really do that. I should dive into that. The f- it's everyone's always like oh it's either sopranos or breaking bad that's like the best show ever made so and i've seen breaking bad which i loved but i i mean i, I adore i adore breaking bad like absolutely um but um sopranos the first season i'm not gonna lie was kind of rough um and actually shout out to my friend mark who's been my texting buddy about um about the sopranos and he's 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 been listening to sip mimo so cheers out there my friend and thank you for talking sopranos with me um i'll be like i'll be like oh so so and so so and so did this to so and so and he's just like just (laughs) wait so yeah (laughs) yeah just wait um i'm like that like my mom like my mom will just like she'll she'll be catching up on shows that i saw like years ago it's like what's one like not breaking bad, but we we did Better Call Saul at the beginning of the quarantine, mm, mm-hmm. and uh, I so she I still haven't seen that one. Better Call Saul's good. Yeah, okay, I like that Odenkirk. I mean, that character's dope. I just don't. I still want to see mediocre Breaking Bad stuff. So I've been avoiding. Oh, we talked about this on like episode one, I think. It's good. All right, maybe I'll like give it's it a, a spin. Uh, my, uh, Michael McKean from. Um, Spinal Tap and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. Okay. He's incredible. Right on. Couldn't re- couldn't recommend that one more. What else have I? Did I mention Dave's last episode? Dave's the, the Little Dicky show. It's called Dave. Oh yeah, have you you been watching that? I tore through the first season. It's really good. It's like really really well done. It, is he is he funny? Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's insanely like, funny, yeah. Yeah, he's really? crazy, crazy funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you seen his videos I, and stuff? Oh, my God, dude. No, I mean, I'm only... There's one thing I know about Lil Dicky. There's, like, a... I guess he... A friend of mine once told me about this music video where he's, like... He's, like, trying to hook up with a girl, but he's rapping while doing it, and he's... <laughs> and he, like, he asked her, like, do you fuck with the... Do you, do you, do you fuck with the war? Or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know Is what you're talking so about. Is that Yes, yes, yes. And they, I think they end up talking about aliens and stuff. <laughs> it's like it's like really bad pillow talk or something. Yeah. Oh, what's that called? Fuck. It's really funny. I, th- I think it's called uh, My Brain or something because his brain shows up, I think. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, he's really funny. That's awesome. I, I need to – That I, I, I saw that that one clip and I thought it was funny, but I didn't I – did, I, maybe I'll have, have to dive. It's on the – is that on the Hulu? It's on the Hulu, yeah. So – my girlfriend hasn't She's never. She hasn't seen a lot of the MCU movies, so we've oh, been yeah. like going back and watching, like starting oh, from like boy. from Iron Man one. Uh huh. Dude, so um, good. Are you staying to like release date? Uh, chron- 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 chronological orders. Yes. Which looking back now, we wish I wish we could like i wish i, I would have like switched it up you know but it's all right that's well i mean there's there's cool. a couple you could you could skip in there if she's not feeling it or whatever you know a couple of yeah, those we, are kind of slogs <clears throat> dark world but yeah we just watched dark world today did you really did you like it how does it mm-hmm. hold up some things i really enjoyed that i i don't seen it one time in the, in the theater like there were like some like some editing things that, that i caught that i was like oh okay like that that's interesting, or but I mean, for the most part, it was good. Editing stuff, okay. I remember there's, there's like, some there's some cool. Oh, sorry, there's some cool uh, Mjolnir stuff. Like he throws Mjolnir's through like all different levels of like, reality or whatever the hell. No, yeah, it's like it's like following him and Malik. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was cool. I mean, Cat Dennings is so freaking funny in those movies. Okay, there's like one time. There's like one part. 
Don't be hating on Cat Bennings, bro. She's I know, funny. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> there's like one part where like she's like running or something like that, and like like Thor falls from the sky, and she goes Thor, and then Jane falls, and she goes Jane, and then like the hammer comes down, she's like Mjolnir or something like that. That's <laughs> what uh, she called it. Like, meow meow or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw. I mean, Chris Hemsworth. I mean, you just. I mean. I would I would watch Chris Hemsworth like put put butter on toast. He's just so damn awesome. <laughs> butter on toast. Yeah, I mean, it's like Ragnarok. Oh my god, that's the best. Dude, I that Beta Ray Bill in the oh, Love and Thunder. Dude, he, yeah, that he's coming for sure. Um, and it's it's Taika Waititi again because Ragnarok was so much fun. So they're gonna they're bringing him back for it. Uh, and then uh, I'm I'm psyched for I'm psyched for Eternals to come out. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, and is it, it's is that with like Angelina Jolie? She's gonna be in that one. Yeah, I think she is in it, and uh, and uh, uh, my man Kumail Nanjiani is in it. And Dude, he, looks, he got he got shredded for it, and uh, uh, well, that's gonna be cool, I'm sure. And then uh, and then yeah, and then, oh, and then um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is gonna be strange too. And then, I think it's gonna be like hopping realities and like different. It's gonna be like different like what if scenarios and stuff like that. That's cool. Well, wasn't like the What If series supposed to like be out on um, like Disney Plus? Yeah, they were gonna like animate it. That was gonna be like a cartoon. I'd tune in for that. Sure. And I think the first one that comes out of there is the uh, Wanda Vision one, where it's like them. It's Wanda Maximoff and oh, Vision, yeah. like like living together and stuff. And it looks really trippy and weird. Well, and they're um, making what, Blade. They're making a new Blade. With what's his oh, is, isn't it? Um, oh gosh, Mahershala Ali. Is yes, that, am I saying that right? Boom, I nailed it. Cool. And you didn't compliment me on my pronunciation of Mjolnir earlier, but I'll let it slide. I always compliment <laughs> you on your pronunciation of Mjolnir. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I don't know. Like Wesley Snipes is is Blade for me. I, uh, I actually had a friend. Right. A friend asked me recently, what, what are my like top three favorite Marvel movies? And I said, Spider-Man 2. Yes. Uh, OG Spider-Man, not Andrew Garfield. Right. Um, yeah, just a doc, doc, Spider-Man. Yeah, that's an yeah. ama- amazing movie. Yeah. It's, in- it's incredible. Oh, it's Sam Raimi. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Um, and then I said, uh, Blade 2. Blade 2? Not even the, not even the original? Dude. Blade, Blade, the original is great. I mean, Steven Dorf, come on. Deacon Frost, ooh, yeah. <laughs> What's the second one? That's not, Ryan Reynolds shows up in the third one, right? Yeah, <laughs> I could take or leave the third one. But that, the okay. second one was Guillermo del Toro? I thought the third one was as well. Was it? I think so. I don't Let's know. See. Take the old internet. All right. Fire Blade. up that Google, Google machine. Blade Trinity. No, it's David S. Goyer. Goyer. Oh, okay. Well, you went on to do a lot of stuff. Who you might know from Man of Steel. Uh, but um, one of the things that I really, really are fascinating about, like, you know, Mar- we talk about Marvel characters right now, is mm-hmm. how uh, a lot of them, like, you know, like, for instance, Hulk, Fantastic Four, they get their, they get their um, powers through science and uh, chemistry. So would you say that these characters are experiencing <laughs> better living through chemistry? Boom! <laughs> well done, Jake. You pull it out. <laughs> you nailed it, bro. Nailed it. Thank you. Oh, it's, oh, wait. oh, did you know that that's the title of the album I gave you? Or was it just... Yes! Points? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm jumping in. I know. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Jake, what did you think of Fatboy Slim's debut album, Better Living Through Chemistry? Honestly, I think this one's up there with um, with the Chemical Brothers for my favorite release that you that you recommended. All right, I'm glad you like it. Um, May I ask why why did you pick this record? Uh, Because last episode we talked so much about Big Beat and what that is, and you were you mentioned. and in some review or on some Wikipedia article that the the Chemical Brothers 
who I've assigned to you before and the prodigy who I assigned last episode get tied into this quote big beat sound. And, and I, and I had to disagree because it's not quite big beat. And I gave you this one because fabulous is the big beat sound. It's like definitive big beat, uh, music. So this is it. And it's just giant drum loops and crazy, crazy noises. Yeah, that was that was like right up that was song for Lindy. Like I was just, which yes. I was listening to it. I was listening to it on YouTube, and mm-hmm. they may be out of order, but uh, the one I had first was song for Lindy. Yes, um, the drums just like were just nuts. Yeah, they're gigantic. Um, yeah, they're big, and those are big beats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they call it. That. that the- <laughs> That, that's so it's not just a clever name yeah, yeah. Uh, um so the drums definitely remind me of of the first song for lindy uh drums reminded me of the prodigy okay um and actually some of the melodies even remind me of the chemical brothers um one of the, one of the questions i was going to ask you as it, um are so are the drums the are, are they are they programmed or are they sampled how does he get that drum sound um, I think a little bit of both, a little column A, a little column B. Okay. Um, I think that also this album sparked a lot of like debates over copyright issues and like, wait, what are we allowed to sample and all this? And there was a big issue with the track going out of my head, which is like kind of the big single off this one that like sort of charted in the States even, but it, he took a who sample by uh, is it Townsend? I'm reading in Townshend, but like it's town, I've always heard Townsend, right? Yeah. Pete Townsend. Yeah, Townsend, yeah. Uh, okay. I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Okay. <laughs> but, but, so there was like a long debate about like, wait, what, is he allowed to do this? Can he make money off these sounds if he uses little clips and stuff? So it's, it's very sample heavy. There's a lot of just like loops and loops and loops um, where he's like, you know, getting old records and taking little samples and looping them um, for like, you know, guitar noises or weird little, you know, kids singing vocals or, or, uh, or, you know, break beats that he finds. And that's like kind of like the birth of DJing is the break beat where like, um, DJs would, uh, what you call juggle. They would take the break at the middle of a disco song where it's just the beat playing for a while. And they would get two copies of it and they would, um, stagger them and start playing, looping that break over and over again. And so it's just infinite until, and, and you can get like an MC jumping on and like rapping over it and stuff like that. But then years later, producers like Norman Cook, Fabulous Slim, like starts like taking these samples, looping them, and then adding a bunch of crazy stuff all over it. So some of the beats are programmed, sure, sure with like a, like what we talked about before, like the Roland line of, um, drum machines and stuff like that. And then some of them are just ripped from old, old pieces of vinyl. I think he has have just, he starts gathering a, a giant library of sounds and loops, and then he can time stretch them and, 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 you know, flex them out to whatever uh, tempo he needs them to be at. And then starts just adding layers and layers of stuff. And the big beat sound really comes from specifically, uh, you know, l- large uh, sounding, breaks or beats and break beats and then specifically broken beats so instead of going like four four like boom 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 which is like a lot of techno and trance music this is big beat so it's a, it'll, it'll go boom ba boom boom ba boom ba boom boom ba there's a little more uh swing to it okay um so yeah i mean they're in four four time but the beats are st- staggered and it's a break. It's a break. They call that break beats. Yeah. The drums kind of sounded like, uh, it, I mean, almost like, like hip hop drums. Sure. Like, yeah. like, like sped up for sure. Yes. Um, but Definitely sped up. Yeah. So you'll find like, uh, um, hip hop, hip hop tracks are like anywhere from like 75 to like 95 BPM. six beats per minute. And, uh, tracks on here and that this breakbeat sound are like 110 to 140 even okay. so certainly faster than more uh dance floor appropriate yeah 
and um so when like let's say like when are creating beats does does the dj in like a, a certain like bpms like okay so like what like when you dj do you have your like your record set up like in a way like okay like i know i know these will beat match together because they're all in 70 bpm or these are 120 bpm like how do you like on the fly like how do you do that um well, well okay on the fly like uh I, I like to jump genres a bit and, 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 and in electronic music genre is almost always uh, associated with tempo. So you, you can go, you can move up from like a, like a, like slow BPMs. You can move if you can transition well into faster BPMs and every song is going to have a different um, tempo, but you can, um, if you've got the right gear, ideally uh, techniques, 1200, um, turntable which is like the kind of the industry standard there's a, there's a pitch slider that's literally, literally speeds the platter up or slows it down and so as you have one record playing on the left table you put a new song on table two and by ear ideally adjust the pitch to match that one and then you can overlay them wow so is that like when you and i'm like totally geeking out right now because i i've been, been watching like youtube videos about how to do this and i'm like i, I don't really understand i don't really like understand but elliot has a way to help me understand so is that like when you have like the the earphone on you're kind of like matching it as it as it goes right so um ideally you have you know you have music coming out of the speakers um and, and as you're with your open ear listening to what's playing, you know, on, on table a song one, uh, in the other ear, you're listening to song two before anyone else is hearing it. And you're adjusting the tempo of that song with the platter by speeding it up or slowing it down, matching that beat. And then using your, uh, mixer, which has like sliders to move in, uh, and out these two different record players, you can overlay it and play two songs at the same time. Wow. Yeah. So, so basically you're always working when you're on there. On the stage. Oh yeah. 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 Well, if you're worth your salt, yeah. <laughs> it's rework. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I just go through a couple, couple more of the, uh, the songs that I really, so Santa yeah, Cruz, you like? remind, I love Santa Cruz. Remind me yes. of M83. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, with that, like one kind of like John, like uh, guitar note that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we talked about going out of my head. Um, yep. I knew right. Away, I, I'd heard it before, but it, but I think it was featured in that movie, like Mike. Uh, like which, Mike. With, All right, maybe. Is where Lil Bow Wow um, gets a pair of Michael Jordan <laughs> old sneakers okay. and puts them on and then plays in the NBA. Oh, I'm just so sick of magic sneakers movies. Like I'm just, <laughs> there's been too many of them. <laughs> I thought that's what episode nine was going to be about. Ray just gets some magic sneakers. And <laughs> Well, I was, I was going to say, do you remember, um, <laughs> I was going to say, do you remember in episode four when Obi, Obi-Wan made Luke put on the magic sneakers to train? Like, <laughs> yeah, of course I do. <laughs> I mean, his, his new uh his 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 original name was luke 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 air luke airwalkers air force one sip of mimos <laughs> no i think it was uh luke reebok pumps that was the original <laughs> that was the original character name <laughs> the weekend starts here for that yes that baseline uh the weekend starts here is a awesome one it was um Famously featured in uh, the show Spaced, which was Edgar Wright's first outing. He made a show, like a TV show with Simon Pegg way back. And that was like the opening uh, intro song. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's a good one. Um, I got Everybody Needs a 303. Tintin Crenshaw. I loved his use of like panning. So switching the, se- uh, switching the sound from back and forth. I thought that was really unique and, and um, just sounded amazing cool um punk to funk with those horns that come in about halfway through yes (laughs) the horns oh so good i really enjoy i thought it was it was like there wasn't a lot of like because i mean admittedly the only fat boy slim i'm 
you know, remotely familiar with is Rockefeller Skank. And you come praise along. You. Yeah, Praise You. Yeah. yeah. Fatboy Slim uh, is just pure joy. Like, it's all he wants to convey with his music. It's just, okay, we're, we were having an awesome time. We are bouncing up and down, and everything's going to be fucking fine. And he famously, like, opened up and talked about, like, how he makes these, this music when he's horribly depressed. Oh, like he, like he, I think he made, um, the next album, uh, you've come a long way, baby, like during a divorce. And he's like, I just need to get happy for a minute. So he would just make these crazy, crazy, happy noises and, and, and tunes. And, uh, it, it really comes across as like, just, just very energetic and just, uh, and fun. It's just fun. There's no, there's no chin scratching. There's nothing like, where like, you know, the Detroit Techno dudes would be like, you know, leaning in and like thinking about the production value. He's just, no, no, no. We're just going to have some fun here. And uh, that's all just hang out and party. That's like his whole thing. I wanted to see what he was like live. Uh, Cause a lot oh, of times uh-huh. DJs are so much fun um, to see live. You included um, certainly. <laughs> oh. uh, so I looked up a video of him. At the 2017 Sea Star Festival, okay, and he's performing a song uh, called "Like Eat Sleep, Eat Sleep, Rave Repeat." <laughs> okay, are you familiar with this one? I'm not. I'm not, dude. Okay, I'll send it to you. It's you. You better. I'll send it to you, and we'll share it in the in the comments. Um, it's okay, it's cool. just it's it just looks like so much fun. He just like walks out on stage, and he's living his best life. So. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, solid recommend. What would you so on for my album? Weezer's Blue album, you know, came out in 1994. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Produced by Rico Kasich from the from yeah. The I didn't I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Weezer was uh, Weezer. Rivers was going to produce it on his own. Um, right. But the but the label persuaded them persuaded the band to find a producer uh-huh. um so they got ruko Kasich. um so this album 1994 it's uh 20, 20 celebrated its 26 year anniversary this year uh tell me what are your what are your thoughts and experiences with weezer's legendary blue album um i've always been into weezer and like enjoyed uh, their stuff when they've come on and i uh like um, whether on the radio or, you know, when friends have played it before, I never really uh, dove into them too hard. Um, this was big and like, well, I guess, you know, when it came out, it's kind of huge. I still remember, I was going to say, I still remember like watching David Letterman and Weezer like premiered uh, on that show and like played um, Say It Ain't So. And I'm like, these guys are going to be goddamn gigantic. And it was like kind of, I don't know if you would agree, but that definitive kind of awkward college rock kind of sound. Like, yeah, like this is just straight up college radio awesomeness. And uh, listening to the Blue album all the way through for the first time, I'm like, damn, I want to see these guys live. Have you seen them live? I saw them with the Pixies. Um, oh, that would be a good show. What did you think of the album all the way through? Uh, kind of love it. Right? Oh, it's, I mean, come on. It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, for, for years and years, I'd really only heard like Say It Ain't So yeah. and Buddy Holly. But I remember the first time I heard um, like The World Has Turned and Left Me Here. Like a subtle like acoustic guitar kind of in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I just was completely blown away and i heard it like 20 years after it i heard it all the way through 20 years after it came out and it just sounded yeah. so good it still does i i really liked uh, in the garage oh i was really into that one like i don't think i had heard it before I mean, of course i probably have that maybe. It's, it's like weird these this song this album is so huge and like legendary like uh, i've gathered these songs you know in my head and all that but and I'm like, okay, that band's kind of kick-ass. But like, I don't think I had heard that one before, and it's awesome. Uh, of course, we talked about the sweater song. What I never realized was like, like this the the band's like association with Spike Jones, the the director of like her um, mm-hmm. being John Malkovich. Um, yeah, 
Wait, what, what are the, the wall things are? They're just buddies with him, or what? He actually directed um, the music videos for uh, Buddy Holly, the one where they're in, in Happy Days. Oh, okay. That was him, um, and I think he even did the sweater song too. The one where it's like it's all like one shot, and it's and shot in like slow motion. And they're playing on the blue background. Spike Jones famously did the music video for like Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? I think he did something. I think he worked with Fatboy Slim. I think he did the Praise You video. Really? Look it up. Let's Spike see. Jones. I think he did, dude. It's like a uh, where like a this little group of dancers tries to do like a little flash mob thing before flash mobs were a thing. And that's like just you know the video. Oh, Let's am see. I wrong? I'll, if I'm wrong, I'll cut this out because I sound like a dick. But <laughs> I think he did. Okay, so. The music video uh, was directed by Matt Schoolgirls and Brian Tasier. However, Spike oh. Jones starred in the film under the pseudonym Richard Coffey. Boom. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, dude. Because that counts. Dude, a we, bit, right? we found the connecting tissue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did. <laughs> yeah, he's like acting in it. He's the main character in the, in, in the music video. How about that? Okay. <laughs> that was totally planned, too. That was right off. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like 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 we talked like we said at the beginning of the hour um there really isn't there really isn't much to say about the blue album that hasn't already been said it's just uh-huh. it was so it was just so fun to revisit do Tell you have about your your experience with the, this album is this formative for you um no i actually oh. first heard i actually first heard of weezer corn uh was was doing a uh like an interview on MTV uh-huh. and head the guitarist that was my favorite. Uh, he was like, he was like, yeah, um, the next video we're going to play is a song by one of my favorite bands from California, uh, Weezer. And here's buddy Holly. Wow. And I was like, okay. Like, so, you know, corn likes them. I, I should give them a listen. And it was like completely not what I was thinking. It was poppy and, had yeah. like had like really fun you know harmonies and interesting guitar lines and uh actually my first experience with weezer uh, post that was a uh, like hash pipe off the green album sure yeah yeah um is the green album there's is that your second one third third what came in the sec- oh oh was it pinkerton was their second yeah no, it was yeah mm-hmm. that's the one that everyone loves but weezer doesn't really like it like rivers that's doesn't the, like it that's the one that like everyone hated when it came out but like oh. now it's like universally praised i think like the public's reaction to pinkerton like took such a toll on rivers that he like quit the band and then went to harvard <laughs> uh, like you do okay. yeah you know like oh it's just it's, you know band new workouts i'm going to harvard uh and okay. graduated and then he came back and wrote the green album so Wow. Uh, uh, and okay. graduated, and then he came back and wrote the Green Album. So, wow. Uh, um, they rolled a big, like, a big box out into the crowd, and they opened the box up, and it was Rivers inside, and he was doing a puppet show. <laughs> he, okay. he did just like, he did like a straight up, like, 10 minute socket, pop, pop, sock puppet show. Okay. And they rolled, they rolled him back in, and I was just like, I'll never forget this show. That's pretty cool. I saw Fat yeah, Muslim and I, I saw Fat Muslim and sorry. I mean, no. What? What? Still there? Oh, all right. Hello. There you are. Hey. All right. <laughs> the the internet has not been our friend today, gentle. Listening to Weezer is like, damn! I really want to go to a Weezer show right now because that sounds like an absolute blast and a half. Mm-hmm. But I, I did see. I've seen Fat Muslim twice. Oh shit. And, and he just he just DJs. I, I don't mean to say just, but like uh, I saw him in Pontiac, Michigan, um, at this place called Clutch Cargos, and it's um, he was DJing in the round, which I thought was like the coolest shit I've ever seen. So he's in the middle of the room, on 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 the you know two decks, and everyone's just around him in three sixty, and it was such a goddamn blast it was amazing 
was he spinning or was he just like facing one way the whole time? It, oh, he wasn't like the stage wasn't rotating or anything. It was just like a little oh, okay. thing in a circle. But um, that's cool. But he was just having an absolute blast, and it's, it's just a party with that dude. So, um, I, I, have you looked up what he looks like? Yeah, nah. I mean, he looked. I mean, yeah, very unassuming. <laughs> unassuming. That's oh, that's perfect. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, he just looks like a dude in his fucking fifties. With just a Hawaiian like, shirt on. Just kicking ass, like living his best life. And I mean, and I think a lot of ways that's what, I think that's what like, we're, I think these, I, I feel like the, this week's album really went, really went hand in hand and we're just a yeah. treat to listen to. Well, you know, I, I think uh, it was a treat because these are two kind of happy albums and, mm-hmm. and the world can look kind of dark sometimes. And we, Weezer's Blue Album and, Fatboy Slim's Better Living Through, through Chemistry uh, might just brighten up someone's day. And uh, I think that's important right now. I agree. And so definitely go out there and wa- uh, listen t- to um, Better Living Through Chemistry, not the movie uh, that, I, <laughs> that I searched starring. Oh, um, <laughs> oh yeah, there is. A, uh, yeah. Starring Sam Rockwell and Olivia Wilde. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, in the blue album, um, <laughs> if you if you need to, you know, to smile and you know have a, I'm gonna, you know what, Weezer's uh, blue album is in gonna be in high rotation. No, it's so honestly, good. it's it's so good, it's fantastic. Honestly, so many of so many like of my favorite memories involving you, in like have Weezer <laughs> as the soundtrack. <laughs> okay, like I remember like. <laughs> me and our me and our, our good friend Ruben. Yes. Um, I was thinking about this too. Yeah. Shout out Ruben Danger. Um yeah. we we played a, a benefit at, at a at a gig at a show here in town and we played Buddy Holly and we hit the guitar solo part and I'll never forget you jumped up from like your seat and were like, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So that's that was happy memory, so Absolutely. Uh, but all right, so oh, next okay, next next time we got something special planned. Yeah, next episode is going to be a fun one. Next episode, uh, we're doing entirely ASMR. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're both going to be whispering really close into the mics. <laughs> uh, what do they do on those? Do they like tear paper or something? I don't even. Yeah, know. it's a, it's a lot of different things. Are they like you you're know, way into it, aren't you? You're way into <laughs> I'm. I mean, I could be an ASMR daddy. I, I mean, you would be one of those dudes. <laughs> this episode, yes. Uh, Ellie and I, we've bounced this idea around <laughs> literally for months since for, since January since we started this endeavor. Yes, I'm actually and very excited about this. I am too because I have a lot to talk about. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, originally, you know, we planned to do you know sip memos, you know, as a you know, bi weekly, you know, uh, show. But you know, then you know, the world turned upside down, yes. and our plans kind of, you know, got derailed. So we've been recording as much as, as much as we can. And this this next project we're getting ready to do to celebrate our six month as as a podcast and our six slash fifth episode um, is something we we're really really stoked about and. Um, we are going to dedicate an episode to our favorite soundtracks from 90s movies. Yes, the soundtrack episode. The episode that only me and Jake have been looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm psyched about it. I'm very psyched. You know what? I'm going to go first since he went first last time. Okay. Is that okay? Um, yeah. Do you want to tell the gentle listeners what, what movies or soundtracks we're talking about? I would like to tell you what I'm going to make you listen to. Okay. I'm going to make, and I've rewatched it recently and God damn, this movie holds up well. Um, and what a soundtrack and, and holy shit. It is the soundtrack to the matrix. <laughs> that song's called spy break. And it's like the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, and come on, that rage tune. Okay, we'll get into it. Okay, we'll get into it. But um, but <sighs> what, do for, what do you got? I've for got me, butterflies. So I. I hope you pick a good one. A movie that's equally as good as The Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, in a lot of ways, this movie is as iconic as The Matrix, just for different reasons. Okay. Uh, (laughs) This this soundtrack is absolutely nuts and doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Uh But I'm looking forward to talking about it. Cool. Uh, we are going to pee. We're going to pee. Um, okay. We're going to pee on screen. No, <laughs> we're going to be discussing the soundtrack to 1997's Joel Schumacher's Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so with okay. that, so with that, we will leave you. Uh, jam out to some Batboy Slim and some Weezer. Um, oh wait, I'm getting a. T- hang on, I'm getting a text right now. Wait, oh, oh, it's Adam Driver, and he says, oh. Uh, "Oh, he says the Matrix is crazy better than Batman and Robin." What are you even talking about? I think he's listening live. Oh, you know listen- what? He's, up- ah. he's upstairs. Adam, Adam. No, okay, maybe no, we he can- can't hear maybe- you. He, he's uh, <laughs> he's taking a nap because I exhausted him. <laughs> Asking him about episode nine, right? Like, yeah, like, but like, really, how did she teleport the lightsaber? And where's the green saber? Come on. Don't lie. You, you challenge him to a lightsaber battle. Oh, oh my God. Not going to really want to do that. <laughs> like, I thought it'd be cool just to get him on the podcast just for funsies, but now I kind of want to fight him. <laughs> he would kick my ass with a wink of his eye. But, uh, <laughs> All right, Elliot's three memos in, and Jake's like one in. So I'm getting. I'm. I mean, I'm. Well, I'm gonna have a week to make another memo. Right. <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall. Oh yeah, this is where I look to the camera and do my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna do a Deadpool and be like, "Hey, folks." <laughs> Um, but everyone, thank you so much for tuning in uh, yes. for this episode and uh, bearing with us on our on our glitchy uh, non fiber internet. I'm sorry, okay. And <laughs> no one's yelling at you, man. It's all good. Uh, your um, your your listenership means the world to Ellie and I, and we talk about it. And thank you so much. Yes. And I know the world is a crazy place right now, but you can get a chuckle or two out of two nineties music nerds. Um, yeah. Then, then that makes me happy. So be, be good to each other, educate yourselves and, and yeah. let's all try to make the world a better place for each other. Hang in there. have some good talks and listen to some good music and we'll see you next time on. See you next. We've never tried to do that before, but okay. All right. Good uh, good night, everyone.